0: This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army draft dodgers. I'm your intrepid host, Scott Malone. With me as always is the wonderful, the magical Christopher Cook. Hi, everybody.
1: Hi, Scott. Hey, Chris. Wonderful and magical. It makes me feel very special.
0: Well, you know, they're, you know, describers and, you know, they're g- generic enough to suit you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's <laughs> fantastic. And I was so worried that we were going to have a technical issue at the start, and I didn't plug in <laughs> my headphones. <laughs>
0: oh man uh, well so it was me tapping on the microphone the first time you having no we'll, sound in your head we're really
1: just working out working out the kinks i was like yeah. I was like i couldn't hear myself and then i said ah it is because you haven't plugged in you couldn't hear yourself lucky guy. we're really really off to a great start again i have right? i've i've the chemistry is palpable as we get going if our podcast is a bicycle as we've started oh. riding our bicycle built for two as soon as we get going and we're upright which is something to do when you're on a bicycle that's the way too, you have to ride a bike I'm sticking a stick right into our spokes <laughs> right into and we spokes. Fl- flip head over to head over what's a uh, what's his ass over key tunnel? Key. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Yeah, Ass that, over key tettle. That's,
0: that's <laughs> I, it. I have a head over heels. I was about to make a stupid Alanis Morissette joke, but you, but you tripped your way into before I could even get the stupidity out of my
1: mouth. Well, I, and it came naturally. I, uh, yeah. If we're ever wondering who's going to say something stupid or screw us up, it's going to be me. I was going to say it's more like a race to the bottom. Because... Oh, yes. It's like we're both <laughs> falling down a hill. Exactly. <laughs>
0: you know, and you just gain more and more momentum and the stupidity just um, builds and builds. It's like a snowman.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Sorry, well, and that's the stupidest yeah, thing I've ever said. I, I meant not... stone a snowball. <laughs> that's snowman. You know, you
1: just <laughs> <you> roll <throw> that <laughs> snow down the hill, becomes a snowman. It just beca- becomes um, a perfect snowman. You know what? Coal. Let's, uh... <laughs> Why don't we just switch over and uh, talk about what this show is and why we're here to be on a podcast? That's, that's right. And
0: and really, there is no reason for this show to exist, lest you think that we're doing anything important at all. No. I mean, it's we're here to talk about a band that we neither of us really care for that's at all.
1: That's it. And uh, maybe this is something we didn't talk about a lot in the last episode, is... Um, it's that uh, we talked about, wow, it's kind of stupid us doing this for every KISS record. But, like, I, I, I felt a little bad after the last recording because I felt like we, we shat on KISS a lot. And, like, there's plenty of reasons, too, of course. Yeah, and Like, even I would hope people who are, like, the biggest KISS fans will know there's things to shit on. But, like... We're, th- 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 there's a reason we're doing this and it's not just because it's shit like there's like this, <laughs> this band has something special to it exactly yeah like you came into this into this project really
0: not knowing a lot about it and blind. you're and you're and blind and excuse me and you're already you've already you've just dipped your toe in the water and you're already yeah. seeing just how crazy I went this into is.
1: this thinking KISS were a bunch of badasses <laughs> <laughs> now I know that that's not true yeah and and <laughs> And then we
0: listened to Dynasty. Oh, and then came Dynasty, and we're going to get into it later. But But, how was your week? uh, The week's been good. It's been, you know, nothing really to speak of since the last time I saw you, really, Mm. which was last weekend when Mm -hmm. we, a couple of cool guys on Friday night, you know, just watching (laughs) watching wrestling wrestling documentaries. documentaries. (laughs) Nothing cooler than that. Yeah. Any any I start to feel like I'm elite and above kiss, I just have to remind myself that
1: hey, I watch at least five hours we, of wrestling every week. We genuinely watched a documentary about the ECW and were enthralled. And you'd sp- how many times have you seen that thing? Countless. What what, what was it called
0: again? <laughs> uh, the, the rise and fall of ECW. <laughs> and you, you know, but yeah, yeah, like you weren't familiar with a lot of those characters no, like Taz but, and Sabu and RVD. It was great. Yeah, it's compelling stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Um that and, the, and I I think I mentioned it to you at the time too. It's the only one where the uh, WWE allows them to say fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's an important thing. It is. <laughs> um so but so otherwise um you know just kept it close to the vest and just been looking forward to uh today. What about yourself, my friend?
1: Uh my week has been uh it has been good. I'm as you know I'm suckling on the government teat right now and live, living on you're, unemployment. You're, you're a bum. I've never done it in my life, and it, this is truly something that I don't know if I can do again. Um, I'm trying to stay busy, so I'm working out a lot, which is like good, good for my health. You, you look great. Well, thank you. Um, but relatively, that, that well, as good as I can. Um, and then I have my my dog that I hang out with a lot, and I clean up around the house. I I do my like part-time acting shit of which is just oh, like getting oh, and, and that reminds me auditions that, and shit
0: that does remind me what is the status of your credits this week
1: oh yeah uh well my imdb star rating is <laughs> I wish you knew. <laughs> it is a number, and it's it doesn't make any sense. Um, but it goes up on a weekly base, up or down on well, a weekly what would basis. It, what would
0: it show in those credits? You've got Damnation.
1: Um, yes, I am on the the Netflix show Damnation. It would also show the show Hell on Wheels. Oh yes, that's, Hell on Wheels. That was an AMC property. Um, I was in a movie called Year After Year. It's a musical movie, an oh, indie yeah, thing. Right. Um, what else? Oh, Hard Powder. Will be is on there. It's in post production. It's a Liam Neeson action movie. I can't wait for that it's one. It's gonna be. I what's the role that you play guys, again? <laughs> I have perhaps the biggest role of my life. I play a ski bum who's smoking pot at the beginning of the movie, and Emmy Rossum and John Domer are the cops who catch me doing it. So I get. I got to uh, smoke fake pot in front of the the star of Shameless and one of the stars of The Wire. Made me made me feel pretty good, <laughs> as it should. I mean, when... and and you know, meeting Liam Neeson is always nice. Yeah, he's a nice he's a nice guy. Oh yeah, he was great. He's this six foot four big teddy bear. Like we hung out in a bar in between our scenes weren't together weren't together, but we got to hang out and talk. But it was I felt I felt glad that he would like put up with me because I was a glorified extra. Like right. I didn't have any written lines, but for some reason they still cast me as a as a as a cast member which is was great because you get paid like three times as much as an extra at three times as much like 10 times as much anyways um i love that we've been talking about it for two minutes and we've completely run through my uh my <laughs> credits i have i have some like commercials and shit on top of that but uh no. folks you should know uh life as a film actor in canada can be tough at times
0: didn't um didn't uh cameron esposito uh host of uh uh, yeah. put your, hands, put your together. hands together didn't she uh she once wants... call you call you out on that when you were in LA oh yeah once? when
1: I told her that I was made a living and at that, that time I mostly made my living off of working in theater uh, which is crazy and so she asked me if I was the king of Edmonton <laughs> a city she had just learned existed <laughs> exactly yeah exactly
0: <laughs> you could have told her any name uh, yeah like yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, um, we wish the best of luck to you and your credits. And oh, believe thanks. me, I will be checking in <laughs> as well, often as possible. Well, I'll give a
1: I'll give a star rate update on the star rating next week.
0: On the star rating, yeah. perfect. It'll become a, it'll become a, a segment. That sounds truly horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't come up with the segment, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or did I? Um, <laughs> Moving on, um, I guess, you know, we're going to be talking about the uh, album Dynasty by Kiss coming up after the break. But before we do that, uh, this album Dynasty is kind of infamous, at least within the world of Kiss um, and somewhat in the rock world for, you know, b- Kiss blatantly going for a disco sound. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you what are your thoughts on disco? Um
1: I, I, I'm kind of ambivalent towards mm-hmm. disco, to be honest. Um, my, I don't know if this even came up last week on the show, but I host karaoke. I have for quite a long time. So my exposure to disco is primarily through karaoke, which is never a good way to be exposed to a, a type of music. So it's yeah. like, it's a yeah, lot of, and uh, it's like tertiary knowledge. So it's like ABBA and the Bee Gees and... Right, um, like Gloria Gaynor. Like I would never, I would never like, say I'll I'm survive. a fan. Yeah, I would never say I'm a fan of disco. But right, well, well you, you know, it's like, it, it's like was, it
0: was the dance music of its of its era. Yeah. And, and if uh, where I get into disco a little bit would be kind of like the um, like it's not not disco itself, but more of like uh, dance punk kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You know, stuff that was popular like in the mid aughts like your Franz Ferdinand's, like that sort of thing. Or even if we want to go back to when maybe it was starting to maybe get a little bit of uh, influence within rock, maybe like Gang, gang of Four, if we want to really stretch out the definition. But mm-hmm. that's where it kind of comes and goes for me. But mm-hmm. I know that like when I was growing up, you know, ki- or Kisco, kiss <laughs> uh, uh, Disco, you know, w- like within rock circles, you know, it would always be like looked upon as, you know, it's gay, you, you yeah. know. And, you know, you, pe- you shouldn't shit on disco because, you know, for a lot of people, it was gay music. And I mean that in a positive way. Yeah. Like, like it was like a way for uh, gay people to like get together and, you know, you know,
1: and, yeah. <laughs> you, you know whatever they, they do. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I'm <laughs> pretty sure they just get together and dance and drink like. You mean like normal people? Yeah. It's as if they are that is it's,
0: it's as if they are and that's what's important it's oh, important <laughs> it's important that we parse that language and remember they are different <laughs> completely joking folks completely oh, joking I...
1: Um, I, don't, I, I I can't even continue the bit
0: I I, uh... I know, I know We're not known enough <laughs> yet either to, <laughs> to be making such awful statements And know that we do not mean Any of that bullshit So mm. anyway um, uh, That feels like as, as good of a place To take a break as any So uh, we're going to do that <laughs> right now Because <laughs> this is what you call A train wreck in motion So uh, yeah, we're going to take a break We'll be right back And we'll be talking about Dynasty
1: <laughs> Louder! You want some more? Hey everybody, we neglected to talk about this in the show, but if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at Detroit Talk City on Twitter. And if you want to email us, it's Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com.
0: Yes! All right, and we're back. Chris, how'd you enjoy that
1: break? Uh that was great. It was very necessary. We need to take some deep breaths, just get our get our shit together. Yeah, some some squats. And, some... and get ready to talk about dynasty.
0: Dynasty. <laughs> dynasty, right?
1: Yeah. Um
0: So, um what did what did you think about this album? Okay. Well, I mean, we could start um, from the beginning. Or you know what, before we do that, I guess I'll just give a little bit of preamble yeah, give before us... this. Um so, this is the album where they they and it's this became um, the norm for Kiss. Is that this is the first album where they really started chasing trends? Mm-hmm. Um, th- in this case, it's disco. Um, it actually kind of started prior to this album when they put out um, their greatest hits set called Double Platinum, where they re-recorded what's in my opinion their best song, Strutter, with a disco beat over top of it. It's called Strutter 78. It is so wildly unnecessary. And like, it sounds like shit compared to the How original. How many
1: albums did they have out when they did their best of?
0: Oh, they had quite a few actually. Like they managed to put out so, like tons of albums within just a few years span. Mm-hmm. Like I won't be able to remember them all, but there's, there's kiss, there's dress to kill hotter than hell, rock and roll over uh, destroyer, love gun, the two live albums. Mm hmm. Um, All the solo albums, although I don't think anything from the solo albums made it onto there. I know that we were talking before um, the recording started that you were particularly tickled about the... uh, Existence of well, the so of the solo in albums
1: my, in my like extreme research into the into this album, which included reading Wikipedia today, and <laughs> just reading that before they recorded this album, they had all done
0: solo albums. Oh yeah, and believe me, the quality varies wildly. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll like, and we'll we'll do. I don't know if we'll t- 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 dedicate a, an episode to for each solo album. It'd probably be a better idea to just do all four solo oh, albums yeah. in one shot. Um, but the difference between say Ace's album and Peter Chris's album couldn't uh-huh. be, couldn't be farther. You know? um, so I won't I won't spoil which one is good and which one is the drizzling shits. But well,
1: <laughs> um, well uh, should I give what my first impressions of the album were? Yeah, sure. Um, why don't can you can you just play the start of "I Was Made for Loving You" to kick it off? I, I'll definitely. I'll admit when this song started playing, listening to the album. I was blown away. You had never un- knew this to be a Kiss song,
0: right? So you, so yeah, exactly. And again, off Mike, you were telling me that if you had to guess, you like you like, would have. You, would've you stopped, I thought it was the Beach Boys. Yeah, or the no, or The Bee Gees. Bee Gees or
1: anything. You could have offered me ten thousand dollars. I would never <laughs> have guessed it was Kiss. Even like after when I saw like the track list of the album, I was like, "You were made." I was made for loving you. Hmm. No, that kind of sounds like that. I was made for love news it's very strange yeah um, because but it, it, in any case yeah um like it's a it's, it's ridiculous like it's ridiculous at doing it but like the song isn't
0: terrible well no it's just it's just wildly inappropriate for it to be kissed you know like it's like we talked about last week um it does not fit the image of what what they're putting out there you know with like the spaceman and you know mm-hmm. the cat man uh, <laughs> of course but like the demon spitting blood and instead it just got this uh, like you know yeah. like you just want to dance yeah <laughs> like um, I, I was thinking that maybe it'd be time for us to do a disco song you know These, <laughs> all right that, that, that's super enough fun. of that song we don't even play it Everybody's heard it a, a million yeah. times. It's
1: probably their most popular song. Well, it, it was number one in Canada. Uh, and, it made and, it and to number one.
0: That doesn't signify importance. Um,
1: hold on. Oh, I think I even have it on my computer here. Yeah. It made it to number one in... Where uh, was it? It made it to number one in the Netherlands, um, in New Zealand, and in Canada. Wow. I mean, I that's, was made for Loving You. But it made it all the way to number 11 in the States. In the States, And yeah. that's like,
0: I I think they had, uh, that's not their biggest hit ever. I think Beth, I, th- I think Beth might have been a number one single, but um, it's probably their most like popular song, that or Rock and Roll All Night, right? Uh, like,
1: Yeah, well, I, I think Rock and Roll All Night.
0: It's is, it's far more ubiquitous on like rock radio, yeah, but but
1: you would hear you would hear, still hear this on at, your like
0: on, on your karaoke nights. Mm-hmm. Like I like I'm sure you must have heard this. Oh, by... I
1: I hope I didn't because that would mean I would be entering it in and also entering in Kiss <laughs> and seeing it up on the screen over and over.
0: But but I think I think that would just go to show like how little you gave a shit
1: about <laughs> <the> Kiss prior <laughs> is, to doing this, and also how little <laughs> I gave a shit while I was hosting karaoke.
0: Uh yeah, um, I I was I was lucky enough to uh be to see you in action during your karaoke sessions and uh it was could be a wild ride. Yeah, Are you still doing that by the way? Not really.
1: I did one one night like 3 or 4 months ago, but Okay. I'd uh, yeah. I can fill in now, but I gave up my my night. So someone right. else took it over and I'm not I'm I just, just would never want to come in and look like try to take someone's karaoke night away. Oh no, you can't take their spot. <laughs> oh, that's you start wars that way.
0: The karaoke wars. I mean, <laughs> it has been nice. I mean, not because I would go and visit you go to karaoke night pretty frequently, and I swear to God, every night it would be like, well, it's just a matter of time before we hear strawberry wine, the most, the creepiest. <sighs> yeah the creepiest underage yeah um, falling in love, Statutory and, yeah, love yeah giving alcohol to an underage girl and you know he's, he's working at a sex. farm
1: while he's going through college and the high school student who slips there he's fucking he's <laughs> I mean, getting her drunk and he's fucking you, her you got to be fucking
0: fucking that, that i can't call her a woman she's
1: yeah, it's probably in, like... She's it, not a
0: girl, not yet a woman. That it's
1: probably Alabama or something, and they don't really have, like, age of consent as long as the, the parents are okay with it. Wait, is that is Mar-
0: Al- Is Alabama... Is that the one that went through the Roy Moore shit this oh, yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's tough to get out of. Yeah. Even though, even though they, they, they made it through the weeds with the... I think the guy's... Doug Jones was his name. Yeah, but... The, not, fact, the fact that it even went that close... Yikes! Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, let's let's get back, back to Kiss. Uh, um, um So that. And any more thoughts on "I Was Made for Loving You"? No, just... I don't. Th- like, it's just it's it's a fun, I, dumb you know,
1: pop song. Yeah. You know, uh, on on its own, it's it's a totally listenable song. It's just contextually, it is fucking yeah. crazy. Right. <laughs>
0: so, um, and I guess the, the the song that's closest to it on the album would be "Sure Knows Something," and that, which happens to be. The other single from the uh-huh. album. Now I have to admit, I was mostly completely ignorant of, of the songs on this album. But for whatever reason, within like the last like week that I've been like kind of listening to this album, I could not get this goddamn song out of my head. Yeah. Except I only know the chorus, so it was just driving me <laughs> insane. Um,
1: I'll I'll admit, uh, when I'm driving over here, this song came on i fucking loved it it's toe toe tapping like it's (laughs) it's probably like it might be better than i was made for loving yeah i was just i was driving on a freeway and i like i caught myself i was just tapping the 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 steering wheel and i just like it it's It's totally listenable
0: once again it's 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 another disco song but it but like the chorus actually kind of rocks and you know
1: well and it's like uh like like, vocally, it's m- a much closer to Kiss. Yeah, like, it sounds like Paul. Like, like it's, yeah, it, it's, it's Paul Stanley.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't get any crazy Paul screams, or uh, we might get some Paul in on it. I don't know, uh-huh. but uh, it, um yeah you I'm, I'm almost surprised that it's not not more well-known you know? yeah like it, it was the other single like uh, I would
1: hands down it's my favorite song on the album right yeah fair yeah. enough um, much more yeah. than the two thousand man okay that we skipped okay over okay. The, <laughs> okay so this is interesting the, the rolling stones cover
0: <laughs> well and 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 it's and it's sung by ace and now because we started with revenge we never got any any ace or Peter uh, content mm-hmm. at all um, I do not know why, I guess I'll get out of this. I I do not know why, why is this sandwich between two disco songs? Why are they covering it on this album? (laughs) It makes absolutely no sense at all. Now, I'm going to have to be the one to say that, honestly, I don't even mind it so much that that's probably residual effect of me loving the Stones so much of me loving the original so. i
1: i i didn't uh realize it was a, a cover at first and uh yeah. like just listening through it i and i couldn't understand most of what the song was saying so i looked at the lyrics and once i looked up the lyrics i found out it's a rolling stone song but like without the like the previous knowledge of that rolling stone song in my head the song is fucking terrible <laughs> the lyrics are awful it makes no, no sense. I guess yeah, it's, mean
0: stupid. you got to put that on on Mick I think this I think it was from um the Stones kind of like when they were doing their own version of like Sergeant Pepper I forget what, like, what that album was called I honor it's under
1: Majesty's satanic request the Stones like that. the Stones I'll let you like this song is great by this I've gone I went back and re-listened to the Stones version like it's a good song good song. Sure, yeah, the, li- but, the lyrics are nonsense. But it's, yeah. but you can get through that fine with Stones. stone song. But, okay, contextually, on this album... <laughs> Why is it sandwiched between the two big disco Why songs? Why are
0: you doing a Stones cover <laughs> in between disco? Because it's funny, because, like, I find that the second... If anything, the, the album gets a little too much shit for it being a disco album, because if anything, <laughs> side two really isn't disco at all. Well but yeah. Like 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 Magic Touch, Hard Times, X Ray Eyes, and Save Your Love, none of those are disco songs no. at all.
1: No, but the they're the album when you two of your first three songs are disco.
0: And they're bent to be big anthem disco songs. Oh, it's, yeah. It's 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 pretty crazy. Um I guess I mentioned it before, but I guess I'll say the one song that that I actually I quite enjoy on on the album, and it's a, another song sung by Ace. It's the last song on the album. It's uh, "Save Your Love." Um, I, I think it just it just works. It, Ace is not a good singer, you know. I'd rather listen to Ace than Paul or Gene any day, pretty much. But that's more because you know Ace just has you know a, a certain charm to him. I think. Um, new york groove spoiler alert from ace's solo album is you know maybe my favorite kiss jam even though it's also a cover um but yeah i just found that like the uh the chorus to this to this song
1: really really good Here, like here it is right now oh yeah and i well i was listening to this earlier today and uh And like I had the feeling at the end of this song, I was like, oh, oh, the album's over. Like this this song, I I agree agree with you completely. I I quite enjoy this song. And it's putting it out on the end end of the record leaves you with like a good taste in your mouth. And
0: it's just, it's just a straight up rock song, you know,
1: like with Ace kind of just shouting like, save your love,
0: you know? Um, but also with like tasteful backing vocals mm-hmm. by by Gene and Paul, um, you know, it kind of took me by surprise. Let me just say that. <laughs> it's
1: just like, but like, what, what, what is this album? <laughs> well, but uh, just like jumping off that, what is that album from Sure Know Something all the way to Save Your Save Your Love? There's like there's a couple songs that are so bad that like they stand out because of that. But I couldn't. I'm just looking at the track list don't really have... I, I listened to this album like six times this week and I still wouldn't be able to like... Like, this is what this... Oh, they're all just like blur... Like the middle album and the second side of the album is just a blur. Right, Like nothing yeah. st- stands yeah. out.
0: Well, uh, but I mean, when you came in... We, we, we recorded in in my house, by the way. When, when Chris, when you came in today, you told me that you had uh, this one in your head. Charisma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now this is that one was, of only two songs that Gene sings. You got some thoughts on this one, Chris? Um,
1: well, my relationship with Gene is <laughs> it's starting to get hot and heavy. It's it's strained. He he makes him goes like I, I will say, this is like another that is like a very kiss song. It's but but like it's. Like this song is so stupid. It's so stupid.
0: It's okay. I completely agree. But I I think that it's like probably like Gene like being like really truthful about
1: himself in it. You know, they where he's my, bragging
0: about how charismatic they he rhyme is. Why my
1: with charisma? <laughs> what is my eye charisma? I
0: mean, that's not even. I mean, believe me. With like when we start going through like other mm. stuff
1: like. <laughs> It's gonna get a lot worse but it than just, this. It just seems like, based on this one and the l- last album, what? Oh, what was that stupid song with the
0: spit? Oh, spit?
1: No. Domino? Domino. It's like so far we're hit batting two for two. There's got to be one album, uh, one song on each album that shows Gene being a bad. Oh yeah. Like, just being a sexy. Like <sighs> everybody loves me. Just,
0: just this chorus, like, like. <sighs> What is my charisma like? Is it my fortune or my fame? You know, yeah,
1: I, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it as is. as
0: I say, it really feels like you know it's ridiculous, and I feel like it's Jean actually being honest mm-hmm. with himself. You know, just stay hey, it's, it's just my charisma. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I like you love me, baby, and let me explain to you why it's just my charisma. I, I mean, yes, I've got I, I've, I've got fortune and fame, but I'm also just charismatic.
1: Just just the like. The, like, uh, suspension of disbelief that's required to think that Gene Simmons would ever ask anybody what his charisma is. Exactly. Like, that he would ever ask what somebody's opinion about him is. It's just, like, laughable.
0: Yeah. Well, because there is no one else. It's it's Gene. Let me, let me tell you about charisma. All right? <laughs> Clearly, you know it when you see it, but it's hard to define. That's why they call it charisma. Mm-hmm. You know? So, <laughs> just ridiculous um another one would be the one that comes before charisma and it's you know really really stupid dirty living Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i don't know i find the um i find the verses just absolutely dreadful (laughs) like like the way that paul is just (laughs) I i don't even know um, as a little bit of trivia on this one, this is the only song that our boy Peter Chris actually plays on. They used, right. a, they used a session guy, uh, Anton Fig, for the, for the rest of the album. Even though Peter is, you know, featured prominently on, and did on he the still, cover,
1: he, did he still tour? I with think them? he did. I
0: think he did some of the next tour uh-huh. in '79, but then. But yeah. for
1: this album, did he? because it was a huge tour they did for this album. Right? Yeah,
0: which which ended up getting canceled, I think.
1: Yeah, oh, I think I was reading near the end because they had to like cancel some nights. They at canceled Madison MSG and they canceled Sunny Xolano. Um, and there was a show, another show at the Forum that they moved to another, yeah. ben, a smaller venue, which like yeah. must still keep Gene up at night.
0: <laughs> oh, well, don't worry he at least knows that he's like the gold record champion, so I wouldn't worry too much about about Gene. Um, are there any other ones that, that, that come to mind for you? Um, I mean, no, there, there's there's, something... there's one more song that Ace sings, but it's... I, all, all, on hard times, all I could really think of when I heard this is like, like boy, this is an example of like Ace cannot sing very yeah. well. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, this is just like... It's kind of a... There's a lot of just forgettable just aspects filler, of this album.
0: Yeah, especially... Yeah, from, from Magic Touch...
1: Part times and X ray eyes. It's pretty much uh-huh. just whatever filler. And I, I didn't, I didn't watch any of any of the videos or live performances of this.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this was '79, so videos mm-hmm. weren't really a thing yet. If if they were, they would just be like live on stage videos with just playing like the studio mm-hmm.
1: song over top. But it's even even just to get a sense of how they're what they're uh, yeah, how they're presenting themselves. Because yeah. uh, another thing I read today is in the. In the record, when you bought it, you would have like the sleeve, but it also has a merchandise. Yeah, like yeah. order for on it.
0: That, that's actually not like a thing totally like unique to Kiss. Like like, but other fa- back in the '70s, like when you know that would be a way for bands to get out there. You know, because as mm. as say, there weren't music videos. Mm. You know, but so.
1: but most other bands, it'll be like a couple T-shirts and some stickers. <laughs> right, and,
0: and their their back catalog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but usually all I would ever see would be their back catalog. The mind reels about what what else it could uh, what else it could be uh, pimping mm-hmm. out, but it's yeah
1: like I'll I'll say this there I think there are more songs on this album th- that I enjoyed than the last sure like yeah I would say there are three three songs that are totally like I enjoy sure and that's to be honest
0: that is a way higher average than what I expected mm-hmm. like out of this you know like as I say this album does not have a good reputation like it Mm-mm. it's it's the disco album and as we see only half of the songs are, are are disco songs you know but i guess that's that's enough like so i don't know whatever <laughs> i guess I, I guess coming out of this any final thoughts on dynasty
1: um i i uh, w- uh, once again i uh a little confused why uh why this a little confusing. You you you're you're, uh, you're taking me if we if we're driving into the world of Kiss, we've been taking some like weird side roads oh, and yeah. uh detours, which I enjoy very much so. Um but final thoughts on this record is just um it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like yeah. they just it's Kiss is such a confounding band. It's a very hard band to yeah. to understand. Right.
0: Well, you know, like, just just to expand on my theory from earlier, like, it truly does go where, you know, on this record, they go for disco. After this is unmasked, then there's, like, a shot at New Wave. Then there's The Elder, where they saw the success of The Wall, Pink Floyd's The Wall, and so they made a concept album, Kiss making a concept <laughs> album, and they, they, they called it Music From The Elder, expecting it to become a movie, which it never did. So it's not called the elder. It's called music from the elder. Anyway, <laughs> from there, they go on to chase hair metal. Um, there, I mean, I swear to God, let's put the X and sex is like their version of a Robert Palmer song. You know, carnival of souls is them trying to be a grunge band. And then after that, just cashing in shamelessly on nostalgia, you mm-hmm. know? So this really dynasty really is kind of like the point where, you know, a lot of people will stick up for the 70s stuff, but this is really like where, okay, like the wheels start falling off the
1: wagon. Yeah.
0: So that's why I thought it would be an interesting and, one and to, to to talk about. You could
1: say it's where they finally discover themselves. Right, as shameless horse. Yeah. And uh, the $300 million in Gene Simmons' personal worth Jesus. shows he made the right choice. I forgot about that. Okay. so It's probably bigger yeah. right now
0: so, I guess i'll I'll ask what we ask after uh, every album, uh, after listening to Dynasty, what is your kiss Army status? Are you ready to join the war? You or know are what you still a draft dodger.
1: you know what? i I picked up the pamphlet and i gonna... i I looked at the recruiting info and I looked at like what it would take to go through basic training and to join up. i'm I'm still not there., yeah. but that pamphlet is in my glove compartment.
0: That's interesting. That is really interesting. I won't allow
1: it in my house, but it's it's. <laughs> It's in my car.
0: You don't want to get too many, too many ideas. No, I know? don't want
1: anybody to see that I have it I mean, or that I'm thinking about it. I mean, my family my family would be worried about me.
0: I mean, we both we both enjoy a, a beer here and there. I mean, all it takes is one bender, and then you wake up in your bed one day, and you're you've got the demon makeup on. You know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and my mom's shaking me awake, asking me why I'm listening <laughs> to this music.
0: It's a scary situation. Yeah. It's, um, um, so, so still a draft dodger. I gotta say, I'm. Still, Definitely still a Draft Dodger, although I definitely have to admit, I've been having, and there's a reason why we did Revenge and then Dynasty, and what the next one will be, our next uh, Kiss, my assignment is going to be. I'm a little hesitant to do the 70s albums prior to this, just because I don't know if it's going to be that much fun, because <laughs> <laughs> there's obviously going to be stupid, misogynistic, sexist shit on yeah. it. But the music is gonna be undeniably better, mm. you know, so we're we are gonna do them, but we're we're not just gonna be jumping into hotter than hell, just you know so mm-hmm. for every hotter than hell, we're gonna be listening to monster, we're gonna be listening to dress to kill, then we're gonna be listening to animalize, you know so that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right, so that's it for Dynasty. Um, I guess now we'll do uh, a regular segment. It's time for the Chris Kiss quote. All right, I,
1: <laughs> I had a great time looking for these this week. <laughs> um,
0: this has become like a passion for you. <laughs> uh yeah,
1: it's 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 truly like just it's kind of like looking like reading a lot of like true crime stuff, like just in the mind of. <laughs> A monster <laughs> you just would go
0: down the rabbit hole All right, and start here's, feeling creepy here's the quote <clears throat> oh, boy.
1: never underestimate the power of being popular in pop culture <laughs> you have to be able to do something you can have a good seat at a, the restaurant but you still have to pay for the meal fame is important but to be rich is more important <laughs> Let me just read that again. That is an uninterrupted quote. (laughs) Never underestimate the power of being popular in pop culture. You have to be able to do something. You can have a good seat at the restaurant, but you still have to pay for the meal. Fame is important, but to be rich is more important. (laughs) Gene Simmons. Okay. Okay. At first, I
0: thought that, like, when it went, like, when, like, the tortured uh, metaphor, whatever the hell was going on, I thought maybe this could be Paul talking about, you know, climbing some mountain or whatever the hell he was Mm -hmm. talking about. But then with the the fame and the the, the rich, I mean, it fits in perfectly with um, charisma. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is it the fortune or is it my fame? Well there it is. He's well, still just rambling on.
1: About fame's it. good, but you got to he got to have the fortune so but, you could pay the check. Wait, so did he did he say that being rich was most important? He mixes important? no, well it's it's so unclear cuz he mixes his metaphors and he changes what he talks about. Like cuz he talks about fame is like he starts never underestimate the power of being popular in pop culture. <laughs> Full stop. You have to be able to do something. Full stop. You can have a good seat at the restaurant, comma, restaurant, but you still have to pay for the meal. Full stop. Fame is important, comma, but to be rich is more important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he starts by saying, like, having, being popular in pop culture is so important, but then the end of it is, but you just have to be rich. But
0: in the end, you just have to be rich. Like, I love being famous, but I would give it all up for even more money, <laughs> basically what he's saying yeah but he would
1: never use those words
0: i so, so to be honest when you're when you're searching for these quotes are the majority of them gene
1: oh yes yeah oh okay. yeah
0: yeah i have i have a feeling this is going to turn from the chris kiss quote to the chris gene simmons hour uh
1: <laughs> we'll see like i said no, no my... i i
0: i enjoy it the guy is
1: just out of his goddamn mind he's yeah, he's just so strange. Like in a world of like in a world where rock stars are insane people. Like they're just they're they're bonkers. They're 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 Coco. They're uh, <laughs> they're cuckoo. That's the word. They're Coco. They're they're a little girl in Mexico. Oh, um, well, that's her Coco. See, I was thinking Conan O'Brien. Oh, see, that's where our minds go. You go to <laughs> comedy. Mine is to Pixar movies. <laughs>
0: I mean. It's not unlike from our, our recommendations last week. The, 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 the wild the wild, cavernous Listen, difference.
1: Sports by Kill yeah, We, we Lewis in the News is a great album. I
0: genuinely hope someone like listened to Funhouse and then listened to sports right afterwards. Maybe even like mixing songs in between. Oh yeah, one like, for one. Maybe one for one. <laughs> but which starts? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, if we're going for popularity, it's definitely sports. Mm-hmm. But if we're going for influence... It's definitely sports. It's de- <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> 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 Everything just ends up being sports. Oh. I mean, for time in the 80s, absolutely. Um, um, awesome. Okay, so that was the Chris Kiss quote.
1: On, are we at our time for recommendations? Or are we getting uh, our assignment? It's time for the Kiss My Assignment.
0: Um kind of going back to what I was talking about, is I'm not ready for us to uh, uh, do the, the, the what's known as like the classic 70s stuff, but we're going to go for an album. It's a recent album, one of the most recent albums, and it was touted by the band as being a return to their 70s output. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, let me just say, I personally think, spoiler alert, they failed. But... <laughs> But I, I remember people on Sledge back in the day, they would still, like, they just went apeshit over it. It's going to be a fun one. It's It was the album that was exclusively sold at Walmart. It's an album called Sonic Boom. It's also, well, we'll get into it. Um, oh, man. It has is, it, it is got some, some doozies on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's going to be a fun one. So, Sonic Boom. Um yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, now let's do the recommendation. Do you want to start this
1: week? Um, sure. I I decided with my recommendation this week to go a little bit away from music. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had watched that documentary on ECW yeah. last week, and I, I saw a documentary on Netflix that I started watching. Got me down a weird rabbit hole, and I just wanted to share it on the podcast. Oh boy! the sh- The documentary is called Dogfights, but it's spelled D A. WG. Oh no. And it's about backyard fighting in southern Florida. <laughs> oh my like, god. Have you heard of Kimbo Slice? Oh of course, yeah. yeah. So this is a guy who fought with Kimbo but has mad beef with Kimbo Slice. Oh man. Named Dada five thousand. <laughs> and uh <laughs> like a- it's it's so brutal. <laughs> that, it's it's awful. And it's like there's it is- it's so exploitative because it's about like it's about like poor black people who have to like fight and they like make their backyard a drink. But Ugh. all I'm adding into it is because like, you, you hear the, like the main guy, this data five thousand, nobody fights him anymore because he's like two hundred and sixty pounds. He's this huge guy and talks about. It. He's like, yeah, I just want to fight it, get back into it, and uh, it all culminated. This is before because Kimbo Slice died not yeah. long ago, but Kimbo Slice and this data had a fight in like uh like. Uh, Bellator, I think, is the organization. And it's perhaps the worst MMA fight in history. (laughs) Like, it's proper MMA? Like, no, not. Well, I mean, obviously it's not proper. They're like, they're they're like, 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 it's... it's just just amazing watching this documentary of this guy talking shit about Kimbo slice. How would never want to fight me. And then going and watching their fight and it's, they're so out of shape and like, they're just lying on top of each other and neither of them knows how to do anything. And they're just so muscly. They're just like lying on top and the crowd's just booing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man.
0: That sounds sad and awesome.
1: And, uh, that's what I look for. So, uh, check out, uh, dog fights. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. Uh, but, yeah, there we go. And you get get that on Netflix? Yes. Okay. I am going to check that one
0: out. Um, okay. I guess I'll give my recommend. Um, this one is one that I know that you're already into, Chris. Um, but I figured um, it's kind of like a two-part recommendation. Um, it's a podcast. Uh, pretty recently, they started doing new episodes. Uh, it's called uh, Are You Talking? R-E-M... Remi, it's the podcast that Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott, the two Scots, do, and mm-hmm. it's basically them. It's a lot like this podcast, you know. We shamelessly stole some aspects of it, but um, mm-hmm. them just going through the the history of REM, and what's been delightful for about it is that other than the show is hilarious, I've REM has been a total blind spot mm-hmm. for me, other than the the huge songs like man on the moon and the one I love and mm-hmm. you know, everybody hurts. Everybody knows all those songs. They're huge, but listening to the, the clips that they've played of the early albums of murmur and reckoning really, really good. Yeah. I've been, I've been like, I've, so I've been, so it's a two part recommend it's that podcast. And then go listen to early REM murmur and, and reckoning.
1: Yeah. I agree with you completely. Those it's, like, a band that I've only ever, like, there's songs that I like by them, but I never introduced. But those early, and they're so young when those records came totally. out. Totally. And, like, they're just, like, beyond
0: their years as songwriters. And, like, that, some of it is, like, more fun than I was expecting. Some of it is more punk than I was expecting. Um, it's its own sound. You truly can't understand a word that Michael Stipe is saying, yep. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Hence the but, title Murmur. Yeah,
1: and they even talk about how like that part of that is the was the appeal when they were younger listening yeah. to it is that like, yeah. and not having the internet at the time to figure out what they were saying. Right. And even now when you when you read the lyrics as he's you saying, you're like, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> totally. Totally.
0: Yeah. So like un- unlike their old podcast where they talked about you too, which I-, I loved that podcast, listened to every episode some multiple times. Um, mm-hmm. It it just didn't work for you too for me. Yeah, cause... there's. I ended up getting into like a couple songs, maybe from like Boy, their first album, and that's it. But been so pleasantly surprised about R.E.M. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Go check out that podcast. Um. So I think that's about gonna do it for us this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything more to add? No, it's been been a blast, my friend. Absolutely. Um, I look forward to uh, to Sonic Boom, and yeah. uh, you're gonna have to go to Walmart to go buy it. <laughs> I think it's the only album that's actually not available on Spotify for real. So,
1: uh, is it on iTunes? I,
0: I I don't think so. So you oh, know, Jesus like... <laughs> Christ! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pirate it. I'm not paying for that shit.
0: <laughs> of course, <laughs> gonna go drive to a Walmart and
1: buy it there's no way they still stock those
0: no i'm sure there's like a ton in like a warehouse somewhere because yeah. they can't have sold them all but anyway yeah we'll figure out a way they, to, they, to, to they hit them in to a it.
1: warehouse and told gene they sold them all exactly
0: <laughs> oh man okay well that's gonna do it for us this week uh thanks for listening and remember it don't mean spit to us That's a Fox and Crocs production.